Welcome to the first episode of The Real Love Podcast. I am your host and friend, Micah Stevens. We are so excited to launch this podcast, and I want to give you a little context as to why. You may ask, why are you launching this podcast in an age where there is more content and more media than you can shake a stick at? But we truly want to add value to your life. We want to add value to your daily drive, your daily workout, or the time you take to maybe fall asleep at night and you want to listen to the sultry sounds of my voice or the future voices of the guests that will be on this podcast. But truly, we are ecstatic and excited to be a part of your world. And we would love for you to share this with your friends, colleagues, teachers, families, and anyone else that you would like to send it to. It'll be on the majority of the major podcast platforms. And if you have questions, if you have possible themes and things that you'd like for us to discuss, or you want to come on the pod, that may or may not happen, but we would love to hear from you. You can send any of your ideas, thoughts, frustrations, feedback to Drew W at faithpromise.org. I repeat, Drew W, D-R-E-W, W at faithpromise.org. He is also on this podcast as our resident research guide mentor to when I inevitably, in the coming minutes, make a mistake, both statistically, factually, historically. He will remedy that quickly and expediently. But we will have guests on the pod that are from the church that this podcast is based out of, which is Faith Promise. We will have people from the community and anyone else that we can wrangle in. But we, again, are so excited and truly honored to be wherever you are listening to this podcast. So today will be short, and today will be hopefully motivating for you and anyone else that you share this with. And the question is, can a single person change the world? Can one person change the world? And that question's been asked many times throughout history, and you may have asked yourself that. But I would like us to change one word in that question. Can one person change their world? Can you can I change the world that we live in, the people that we influence, the people that we drive by, the people that we order coffee from and we serve or we teach or we pray for or we love or we walk alongside day by day? And I believe the answer to that is absolutely. You and I have more than enough influence to change the world that we live in. And so how do we do that? What do we do? What are the steps? What are the practical things you and I can do to start changing the world that we live in? Because I believe often if you were to ask someone, how is it to live today in this moment? I think a lot of people would say, it's pretty tough. It's pretty difficult. The uncertainty and the wild things that happen and so much that is right in front of our face. The media that is tactile and is so visceral and that we can know anything we want in any moment of the day and we are perpetrated upon and we can share and everything is just going a million miles a minute so often the misinformation or the information that we consume would make us feel as if today is potentially the worst day to be alive but i believe today is the best time to be alive and i would like to prove that to you because i believe your perspective i believe my perspective is the only thing stopping us from changing our world i want to read you a quote and the quote is, you may have heard from the incredible movie, Boondock Saints, 
But it is said the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Now, this quote was originally attached to the 1700s philosopher, 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 Edmund Burke. But it has now been applied to a 1967 inaugural justice, St. Andrews University, John Stuart Mill. He said, the only thing necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. But it was a part of a greater speech, and I thought it was unbelievable, and I think it's perfect for you and I in the time we live. And I'm just going to read a short snippet of that. And you go do your own research and listen and, and maybe read the entire thing, because I did not. But the chunk that I listened to that I think is really wonderful, and I think it speaks to you, and it speaks specifically to me. It said, not, Let not anyone pacify his conscience by the delusion that he can do no harm if he takes no part or forms no opinion. Bad men need nothing more to compass their ends than that good men should look on and do nothing. He is not a good man who, without protest, allows wrong to be committed in his name and with the means which he helps to supply because he will not trouble himself to use his mind on the subject. Sticking our heads in the sand or hiding under the pews isn't what we are called to do. I don't believe that is a life worth living. I don't believe that is a life worth being proud of, is hoping things will go away, avoiding standing, avoiding conscience, avoiding conviction. I believe it's time for you and I to stand. You may ask, what do we stand for? <laughs> with the difficulties of news today, with the the gaps and the chasms that people have, how they believe philosophically about government or race or religion. Where do we take a stand? And I believe the first and foremost where we take a stand is in loving people and seeing them how they truly are and empathizing with them and loving them compassionately and truly and standing up for those that can't stand for themselves, standing up for those that don't have a voice, standing up for those that have been marginalized. And I think everything else potentially can be considered, can be talked about, but I believe it's time for men and women, good men and women, to not stand idly by, but to start moving and changing the world around us. We will cover a ton of topics in this podcast, and I hope a very many of them make you question your thoughts, your beliefs, and previously held convictions. The purpose is not to leave you questioning your convictions, your beliefs, your purpose, but it's to ignite a hunger within your soul, a hunger within my soul for more, for more knowledge, for more hope, more good, for more for those that don't have, that have less, that don't have a voice. It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to stand up. And in my opinion, the greatest art piece of my generation, the musical Hamilton, says so eloquently, he will not throw away his shot. I believe that you have a shot and I have a shot. And I believe it's time for us to not miss a moment of that. The scripture that I hold more dear than anything, the Bible, says that we are, our lives are but a mist in eternity. 
And it's funny when you think about a mist for me, there is that spray and it is, it happens, the aerosol, it flies through the air, then it lands upon whatever, usually this is meant to clean something. But when I think about a mist, I think about it, you know, you see it through the air and it happens and it, it has a small lasting life, but then it has an impact on the surface that it landed on. And depending on how long you keep it there is how long you see the remnant of that mist. And I believe that your world and your impact and your leadership and your perspective and your attitude and your, and your countenance has a lasting impact on your children, on your friends, on your students, on your mom, on your dad, your boss, your colleagues, your employees. I believe the words we speak, the heart we have, it matters so much. And you have so much more influence than I believe you truly even realize in this moment. So again, I believe it's time to stand up. And I don't believe it's time to stand up for us to gain applause or acclaim or a group of fans that follow us around and agree with everything we say. It's time for men and women to stand up for those that can't stand for themselves. I believe it's time for us to stand up and say this is an amazing time to be alive. It's an unbelievable time to live if, for the simple fact that we are alive. Yes, there are pains and there are frustrations, but that is a byproduct of being alive. And it's an amazing part of life. Feeling that pain, feeling frustration just means that you care. Being frustrated with what's happening in your world around you believes that you care, that you have a heart, you have a mind, that you are thinking and you are dreaming of something better. But I believe that dream will remain under the pillows of our minds as, as we sleep if we don't act. And I believe the dreams in your head, the dreams and the prayers in your life can become reality, become physical manifestations of your hopes and your dreams and my hopes and my dreams if good men and women will take a stand, if good men and women will change the perspective of fear and frustration and anxiety and work together, stand hand in hand, and start with, as Jesus said, the least of these it's interesting to me that Jesus calls us, Christ followers, myself, to be his hands and his feet. And based on my limited knowledge of Scripture, I'm not ever going to pretend that I am a scholar or a philosopher or a theologian. But what I've read, it seems that Jesus' hands and feet were far more dirty than they were clean. And the irony for me as I look upon my life as a Christ follower, I feel like I prefer to remain clean of this world, clean of difficult conversations, clean of standing, clean of being convicted and standing in conviction in that truth, rather than getting my hands physically dirty and standing for what is right. Question I have is, what life will you live? You and I are called, I believe, to live an incredible adventure. And that adventure isn't necessarily tied to your paycheck. It's not tied to your, where you work. I think it's tied to your heart. It's tied to your attitude. It's tied to your perception of the life and the world that you want to live in. So will you live an adventure? And even I think a better part, will you call other people to live that adventure with you? Before we wrap up each podcast, we're going to invite Drew to edit or add notes to what we said or I said because they are going to be riddled with mistakes. Drew, 
Where are we at? What are we talking about? A couple of things that I thought were interesting that you brought up. You talked about there's so many podcasts. Did you know there are over 2 million podcasts right now with over 48 million episodes? 2 million podcasts? We have 2 million competitors? 2 million competitors. Well, here comes 2 million and one. <laughs> here comes 2 and 48 million 48 episodes? 48 million episodes. So wow. 48 million and one. Here we go. It gets started there. I thought that was really uh, interesting. If you didn't wow. know this, also you talked about making a difference in the world. Uh, speaking of amongst many people, 7.6 billion people on the planet as of our, our last investigation. I've been rounding up to 8 billion. Yeah, closing in on 8 Seven, billion. 7.6 billion, when was that, when was that stat put uh, up? 2019, 2020, they, uh, they've upped it to probably 7.7, 7, almost 7.8 uh, So... A lot of people, we're closing in. It's getting real exciting. We're closing in on $8 billion. $8 billion, right. And uh, so that was really interesting. But uh, the, one of the things you talked about was people changed the world. One man did change the world. And he changed it with his love uh, for us. And he, he changed it by changing the lives of uh, 12 men. Um, and so that's just something that's Christ followers for perspective. Whenever we think we can't change the world, we may not be Jesus, um, but I think we can aspire to be as dumb as Peter. We can, Absolutely. We can, we can reach that mark. We can reach the to mark. To doubt like Thomas? We can reach the mark of Andrew. And, I mean, they're, they're fishermen. No denigration of fishermen. There's probably quite a few fishermen who are smarter than me. They're certainly better at fishing than me. Agreed. Um, but, uh, you know, they're not theologians, philosophers, or professional well, world changers, and yet... Uh, just in three short years with Jesus, that's all it took for them to change the world forever. We wouldn't be here were it not for those 12 men and uh, the countless others that we uh, don't know their names, the men and women who followed as well. So something really interesting. We can do it. You can do it. I believe you. I believe in you. And we hope this podcast is just a small supplement to a daily routine or a weekly routine that can just give you maybe an added push to something that you've always wanted to do. You can do it. We love you. Next time on the Real Love Podcast, we will have a guest. We'll have many exciting guests. I'm not even going to tell you who. All right, next time, we will see you on the Real Love Podcast.